In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Last week, Father John uh, gave us all a homework assignment. And he, told, he said that he wouldn't ask you if you did it, which is true, but I will. Did you do your homework assignment last week? You don't have to really answer. Uh, but I hope that many of you did, and I will admit that I didn't do it every day. Uh, but the days that I did remember to ask myself, was I merciful today? How can I be more merciful tomorrow were better days, especially as we got into the period of time where the fast began on Thursday? Because as I was told, the fast began and the devil is at work. Because we know that when fasting season comes upon us, the spiritual struggles, the temptations seem to become exponentially more difficult, and it's great to have those types of questions to be able to ask ourselves so that we can respond to what Paul says in the epistle today, which he says, I beg you, and he's talking to all of us, I beg you to live the life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. And part of that is being merciful. So if you didn't do your homework for this past week, do it this week. And I'm going to add another homework assignment to you at the end as well, and so let this be a lesson, of course, that you learned as children, and children, let this be a lesson for you. When you don't do your homework right away, it piles up. So go ahead and just do it. But really, do your homework, because this morning's gospel is almost exactly the opposite of what last week's gospel was. We have the Good Samaritan last week, so it's the picture of mercy, and the gospel reading the parable this morning is pretty much the exact opposite of what it is to be merciful because it is really a picture, honestly, of selfishness. Because we have this man who has had a great year and he decides to tear down his barns, build bigger barns, fill those barns up and look at them and say, man, I am done. I have enough goods that I don't have to work for a long, long time, and I'm going to eat, drink, and be merry. Now, as a person who is very much ingrained in our current consumer culture, the first time I hear that, of course, I think, wait a minute, that's the dream. That's what, that's what we're all working for, right? There's going to be that time where I'm going to be able to stop working, my barn is going to be filled up high enough, where I'm going to be able to say, I'm done, right? I mean, that's what we're working for. Seems like we should be working for that, but then Christ has the very hard word to this man where he says, fool. And then he says, he who has ears to hear, let him hear, telling us this is an extraordinarily hard saying, that this gospel is something that is very, very difficult for us to live and for us to understand, especially in our current consumer culture. It says for us to be rich towards God. And believe me, I'm not saying, please do not misunderstand, I am not saying it is not good to have a retirement account or it's not good to prepare for college for your children, or anything like that. Um, I've thought about that while holding Maggie. College, <laughs> wedding, lots of dollar signs, right? So we do prepare for those things. That's not the, the point here. The point, though, is when we do that, or how we do that. So much of the time when we decide that we are going to be rich towards God, 
It's based on what we have left after we've filled up all of these other buckets, the retirement bucket, the college bucket, the wedding bucket, the vacation bucket, all of those things are filled first, and then we think about being rich towards God. But the reality is the way that we are really ultimately called to be rich towards God is by making that the first thing that we do. And that if anything gets cut, unfortunately, it's one of those other buckets. Take some out of that vacation bucket because we need to make sure we are being rich towards God. Because the reality is the two great commandments are love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. And in our current consumer culture, we show love oftentimes by money. And so that's why the church encourages us to think about percentages as we are giving because we are called to then show how much we love God. Show, much how, how, show how much we love others over and above the worry that we have about this other stuff. And because really those worries, and here's where your homework is going to come in, comes from a lack of patience. A lack of patience because patience, having patience, uh, is also a part of trusting and loving God, being assured of his providence for us, being assured that he is going to take care of us in our time of need. And instead, we have this thought that if I go ahead and build my big barn, if I go ahead and fill it all up, then everything will be okay later, and I'll have plenty to do all that other stuff. But that doesn't happen. That's not the way that it works. And instead, we need to have patience. We're not going to build that big barn today, or if we do, we're not going to fill it all up today. We have to have patience. We have to have patience, and that's one of the things that St. Paul mentions in the epistle this morning as well, having patience, forbearing with one another in love so that we can be united together. Because when we worry about building up our barns and storing up for our barns for later, we aren't uniting to one another, we are actually dividing from each other. Because instead of being sacrificial, instead of showing our love for one another and providing out of our plenty for those who do not have, we are building walls and we are separating ourselves from one another instead of living in communion and unity with each other. And so the great paradox is we think that by filling those other buckets we'll be more joyful, but the reality is when we are rich toward God, when we are rich toward others, we are much more joyful because we are focused on relationships, we are focused on those things that really matter, and those things that build up and don't cause the Lord to look at us when our soul is required of us and him to say, fool. And so your homework assignment for this week as we enter into the second week of the fast and as the devil is hard at work in our hearts, and it, in fact as we are, are thinking about the sacrifices that we can make in our life, and that's one thing that I think our, our culture does do is that this time of year does encourage us to give to others, where we have the bell ringers outside of the different stores and things like that, encouraging us to think about giving. Now is our opportunity to not do it the way our culture says of the extra, but to do it as a Christian, worthy of the calling by which we are called and to be rich toward God. And so the question that I want you to ask, along with your homework from last week asking about, have I been merciful today, is to go about your day and say, have I been patient today? Have I been trusting in God today? 
Have I uh, entrusted my life to God today? Have I been patient is the most important thing. And even better, in the midst of a situation, say, am I being patient right now? Am I showing mercy right now? Or after you've perhaps failed that in a situation, you say, how can I be more patient next time? How can I be more merciful next time this situation comes up? And, be, and by doing that, we are ensuring that we are putting our hope, we are putting our trust, we are putting everything, all of our confidence in God and not in ourselves, what we can store up, but in what we can accept from the love and the mercy and patience of God and be rich towards God. Brothers and sisters, this is a hard saying. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But may God give us mercy, may God give us patience, so that we not hear that word fool, but hear instead, well done, well done, good and faithful servant on that day that our soul is required of us. May God give us mercy, and may God give us patience. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.